Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's service. Today we come together to celebrate God's faithfulness and all He has done. We're going to have a short time. Well, it may, it depends on how long-winded some of us get. I have asked some people to come testify and share with you some of the experiences we've had or some, some testimony about what we have gotten accomplished through God Almighty. We want to continue to praise God here this morning. Uh, Scott Dugan, where are you at, sir? Come on down. You're the next contestant. Come on down, buddy. He'll be first. He's coming to share with us a few words. He's representing the Long Range Planning Committee. And we're just going to talk about and praise God this morning from all these testimonies, what God has done in these past, well, in the past year or so. Scott, open us up, buddy. The next contestant. Well, the first contestant. And so thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Thank you, brother. I want to ask our minister of worship and families, Jason, come on up. He's going to share with us a few words as well. Uh, and I'll just let you go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. It's no small undertaking when you think about a reno renovation of any area of a church, but area that's so vital to the ongoing life of a congregation. When I came on staff, the children ministry had been well taken care of through the years and I, as I was thinking about this renovation was how to build on the great legacy that had I had been entrusted with and I learned a whole lot during this renovation stuff I learned a lot about what kind of toys are proper and what kind of toys are not proper and what colors are good and what colors are bad and and all kinds of stuff that you just don't think about until you get into one of these kind of projects um, most of you know the condition of our preschool area uh, had gotten, we had some moisture issues and some of those kind of things. So we got all of that taken care of and the facilities that God has blessed us with now are, to, in my book, top of the game, great. What we've, God has been able to let us do downstairs. It's not the original plan that we started out with because it's like any renovation. You get into it and then there's, okay, well, we can't do that. So what if we do this? Or, oh, we forgot about this. But what we've got downstairs now, I am incredibly proud of. I'm honored to have been a part of this. Um, took a lot of prayer, a lot of research. It's not just that we sat down one day and decided, hey, let's renovate the preschool area. No, it, it was lots of research, visiting other churches, seeing how they have their children's and preschool areas set up, how, how they do things. Um, it's just been a, a real work to get this accomplished downstairs. And um, I'm just humbled and honored and uh, 
to have been a part of this and uh, the responsibility to continue the legacy that we have at this church of being cutting edge. You know, our church has a legacy of being cutting edge. It's time that we reclaim that in our area to be that cutting edge church that we were. We still are. We've got to reach out to the people and speak the current language, not English or Spanish or whatever, but the, the visual language that our culture expects when they come into church. And we have such a great welcoming, inviting area downstairs now. I'm so glad that our, our media resource center is downstairs so that our children can come by, our families can come in and use our media resource center downstairs. Um, and a lot, of our, a lot of help came through the Tennessee Baptist Convention. Um, we have an incredible, incredible convention who puts resources in the hands of churches so that they can see kind of the standards of what's out there and what's going on. And um, I was indebted to uh, Vicki Husley, who cannot be here today because her father is ill. Um, so we need to remember her in prayer. She's the children's area person. And then Donna Blades actually came and walked through our almost gutted area when she came and kind of walked us through with some ideas and some suggestions to build on what the state had already put out there. And I'm indebted to them for the help and the walking alongside us through this, this renovation. So um, church, you should be proud of everything that goes downstairs now. Um, we have an outstanding staff downstairs. And now, now this, is, this comes my sales pitch. You need to be a part of this ministry. It's an exciting ministry to be a part of. You're investing in the church of today because these children that are coming in have parents who are coming here. So you're not only investing in the church in the future, but you're investing in the church of the day. So please, when you come downstairs, look at how great it is. And um, it was a labor of love and stress and prayer and some tears. And uh, Donna, if you would like to come up and speak a little bit. Uh, this is Donna Blade. She is a children's area Bible drill uh, journey camp and preschool ministry for the Tennessee Baptist Convention. So, Donna, thank you for coming today. Well, first I'd like to bring you greetings from Randy Davis, your executive director of our Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Um, I thank you for the honor of being here and having had the privilege to come and walk through with Jason, your, your facility. I'm excited about the vision that you as a church have for the North Etowah area of our state. Um, I'm part of the evangelism team and our first objective as Tennessee Baptist is to see 50,000 come to know Christ, baptized and put on the road to discipleship by the year 2024. And that's 50,000 a year. And we know that that begins with churches like yours who see a vision for reaching boys and girls and their families for Christ. And that vision is a vision that we see even in the scripture in Matthew 19 when the disciples tried to send the children away. Jesus said, no, let the little children come unto me. He taught us the value of our children, the value that he placed on them. So I want to commend you for the vision that you have. Um, I'm excited to see what God is going to do through your church, as you not only reach boys and girls, but you reach their parents, you reach their grandparents, and you change a generation for Christ. Um, so I am excited to be here to celebrate with you what God is doing here at North Etowah. And thank you for the privilege of, of speaking for just a moment. And now we introduce uh, the Chris Stone. He's going to come up and share a few words with us. I've reminded everyone we're keeping it to five minutes or less. So <laughs> I had to say that with you. Just turn it on. I, I, I didn't remember to. Let me turn it off. It's on. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm following Jason, so I can't stand still. All right. If you notice, Jason can't talk without moving his arms. Okay. Jason has head up on the nursery and everything, the renovations that were planned. That started out with a general contractor, Richard Harrell, you stand for us? That Can man we... deserves applause.
Thank you, sir, for your time and your effort and the great job that you've done. Church, this man right here helped us bust out walls. We totally remodeled the nursery area. We got a lot of help from Miracle Lake. Those boys came in in here. James and I kind of took them under our wings, I guess. They called me grumpy. But we built relationships. That's relationships that we'll never lose. Okay? We not only worked, we talked about God. We tried to get into what their life was. And their lives are no different than our lives. We are all the same. Now, we got started on the nursery. Had a good jump on it. Then we had some other problems. Our basement under the fellowship hall has always had water problems. It came a good rain that flooded it. So it was time to do something. So we brought it before the church. We bit the bullet. We put in a drainage system down there. In order to do that, we had to destroy some walls. Those walls had to be replaced. Guess who we called on? Richard Harrell. He worked in the nursery and over there, back and forth. He made sure, there's a group of ladies that were down there. He made sure that they were not discomforted. It might not have been perfectly clean, but everything was kind of straightened up and their rooms were ready for them. I don't know if you missed a Sunday, did you, for Sunday school class? So there was a whole lot of work went on that may seem like a long period of time, but it was really not. If you consider the scope of the work that went through this place, you'd be surprised. You have a up-to-date security system you can't turn around now without being seen on a camera. So smile real big. Uh, the fire alarm system has been redone. You know, I think one time we had a light catch on fire in the fellowship hall in the basement, and nobody knew what to do. You'll know what to do now. Run. <laughs> okay? And the nearest exits are wherever you're sitting close to you. But I just want to let you know from a building's ground standpoint, I appreciate what Richard done. I appreciate what the church has allowed us to get done. If you've not seen it, please take a look at it. If you don't like it, I'll give you Richard's number. <laughs> I told him I was going to do that to him. Okay? But that's all I really want to say is I just want to thank God for for North Etowah. Thank you, Chris. Wanda, if you would make your way down here. Wanda is uh, our previous uh, director of children and preschool, and we're so blessed to have her with us, and she wanted to come share a few words, or I asked her to, and she willingly accepted, and then Don isn't down the list. Some No, I wouldn't do that to you, Don. Okay. 
just go ahead. We'll get I can it. do it. Okay, you do it. <laughs> I really do appreciate Richard and his men uh, for all the work they've done, and I appreciate our church, the committee, and our pastor and his leadership. And uh, so I want to just begin, though, with saying, as the psalmist said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Um, I was trying to uh, put together what I felt God would want me to say today. And after praying about it and working on it and tearing up a few notes and things, I would like to, if you don't mind, just read to you what I felt God was leading me. Um, North Etowah has provided a great nursery, preschool, and children's ministry through the years, all through the years, as well as a student ministry and one for adults. And this has been something that, went, as uh, Jason said, has been built on through the years. And I was brought up here at North Etowah as a child, and I can remember my pastors all through the years, and I can remember my teachers as well as my friends and their, their parents. Uh, it was a church family just like ours is today. One thing that stands out in my mind was the card class in Sunday school. And some of you don't know what that is, but it was uh, when we would come as children, we'd receive a card uh, each week, and it would have the Bible story on it and beautiful pictures portraying what that person thought the story would be about back in the Bible times. One thing, our teachers really loved us, and they showed that. And uh, they taught us through their love that Jesus loved us and he loves everyone. And that was something that has been taught even when I was a child and it's something that still today that we want to teach our children when they come. And they taught us simple little songs about Jesus and I still sing those myself today if I'm around the house doing things or wherever. It really, uh, really is a good way for teaching our children about Jesus. Well, our church has changed through the years as growth in number of people or the use of our building has led us to make these changes to accommodate that kind of growth. The biblical message has not changed but some of the teaching methods have changed. And Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this is, the, this is so true. The message is, is the same. God's love. I'm proud and thankful to be a part of uh, a church that has a vision to grow with a goal to reach more people with the gospel of Christ. And that has been shown to me and patterned throughout the years through uh, my parents and some of your parents and generations that have uh, gone before us and still are leading today. Uh, but a couple of years ago, I was asked to serve on the Long Range Planning Committee and uh, that committee had been working for some time on the needs uh, of our church facilities and ways that we might reach more people in the community for Christ through the renovation of some of the areas. So serving on that and uh, those that had prepared beforehand, after a lot of prayer, and that would be individual prayer as well as a committee and many, many planning meetings with our pastor and the committee. 
we decided the first phase was ready to be presented to the church. The first phase is the, was and is the nursery and preschool area and the church library. And now uh, they are both completed and, and we're here today to dedicate those. The, they're beautiful, the beautiful facility for God's glory to be used for, uh, by him. One uh, of among many improvements that was made, one of the features of the building that I'm so thankful for is the secured area for the nursery and preschoolers, and that's been mentioned because of our unsafe, uh, unsafe world conditions today. This is vital to the safety of our children and their security. And because of the location of our previous nursery, it was not possible to secure the area since that hallway down there was the main corridor to other parts of the building. So we were able to, uh, to make these changes through this renovation. So I want to encourage you today, if you haven't been down in the area, uh, you would maybe want to walk through there and just see uh, the way that the building has been made to uh, accommodate these uh, preschool children, the nursery, and uh, also uh, look around and you can see the teaching things that are there to help to, there's murals and they, it starts with the creation of God's wonderful creation and that has a story within itself but I think you would be very, very pleased. And uh, I would like to, if you don't mind, I'd like for you to lead us in a prayer because this morning when I was looking over our prayer reminder that was handed out last Sunday that our pastor uh, alluded to earlier, uh, for today's prayer, I'd like for you to join me, please, in prayer. prayer request was to pray for our church and to thank God for all the ways he has blessed and prospered North Etowah Baptist Church and to ask him to help our church always know that we could do nothing without him. So I just uh, want to say, God, may we continue to trust you and move forward as you direct us. May we feel your presence in this place as we are gathered together. We praise you, O oh God, for what you have done and continue to do among us. We realize that we can do nothing without you. Thank you, God, for all the ways you've blessed North Etowah Baptist Church in the past, the present, and what you're going to do in the future. And may we join you in your work and keep Christ above all. Amen. Thank you, Miss Wanda. A couple of others, you know, in our, our preschool nursery area has got to be manned. And so we've got a couple of the people that were, would have spoken well. Actually, they didn't really want to speak, so I think they volunteered to be down there. But we understand completely, you know, public speaking is not the easiest thing for everybody. But one of them is Susan Stewart. She is our librarian and media resource uh, director down there. And she wrote this, and I'm going to read what she wrote. It says, when Mark first asked me to speak, my first reaction was, I am not a speaker. But God often pushes us out of our comfort zone, and so here I am. We came to North Etowah, I think, about six years ago. It wasn't long before I discovered the library. I love books. I love to read. So I thought, this is the greatest place ever. The library has been a tradition to North Etowah for a long time, and I am proud that I can play a part in continuing that tradition. 
That is my comfort zone and I enjoy it. I want to thank North Etowah Baptist Church for allowing me to serve and to make this media resource center all that it can be for God's glory and for making this church always feel like home. So that comes from Susan Stewart, our library and a media resource. And then uh, the day would not be complete without hearing from Miss Violet, wouldn't you say? Uh, Miss Violet is down there with our children. You, she has been with so many. And uh, I, I talked to her. Let me give you a little bit of scenario of what happened with Miss Violet. I, I asked her if she would speak. Oh, I can't do that. And then I said, what if we uh, recorded you? Oh, no, we can't do that. Uh, and then uh, finally I talked to her a time or two and she agreed. And she said, she, well, maybe if you recorded me but didn't tell me. So, well, <laughs> wait, it gets better. Uh, so the other night on our vacation Bible school, when we were in training for vacation Bible school, I went and sat down with her, and I did have a recorder in my pocket. And I went up to her, and I started asking her, I said, well, Miss Violet, I would like to ask you some questions, and then I'll write it down later, you know, what you said. If you'll just, you know, what, what did it, you know, what about the uh, new renovation? And, and she said, she started talking, and then she looked at me, are you recording this? <laughs> And I said, Miss Violet, yes, I am. And I said, I was going to tell you, but I wasn't going to tell you first because you told me not to. But here's what she says. The renovation of our nursery and preschool area at church is absolutely wonderful. It is so welcoming and inviting and kid-friendly. We love the children dearly, and I'm glad that our church is showing our love by doing this renovation. Now people can see even better how much we love children. We had several issues with dampness and poor lighting. This new area is so beautiful. I think many will appreciate how we tried to use as much of the existing furnishings that we could to be as cost effective as possible. I also really like the new cameras and security. That is something that parents will surely like too. I'm just so glad we did this. Parents, please bring your children. God is our glue. She said, and I left that God as our glue out, and when I, when I took it to her to proofread it, she wrote in her own hand. She said, don't forget to say, God is our glue. So it's God is our glue. We appreciate those dear ladies and what they have mean and have meant to our congregation. And uh, to close up some of our time together, I'm asking our, our minister students, Blake, if you'd come up and share a few words, and then we'll hear from Jonathan as well in just a second. And that will tie up this, this moment. Get there. There you go. All right. Um, I am honored to stand before you um, as the minister of students here in Etowah. I love these guys. Some of them are up there running the live stream. It's, it's just been awesome. But I, I have to say, you know, we weren't included in, in the original bid, uh, but a lot of work went on in our department as well. And uh, the story behind that is I had a wonderful team before me, Randall, Scott, Jeff. Uh, they worked with the kids, and, and the kids had, had such a vision um, to create a, a welcoming space for them, for themselves. And uh, when I came on board and they, I was told about the vision, it, it was just like, let's make this happen. Uh, so we did, and uh, we are very, very proud of the space that we now have. I hope we're proud of it. I know that I am. I love it. And I think that, um, you know, as, as we grow, it's going to be a perfect, um, perfect area for us. Uh, but, you know, one thing that I, I, I want to ask the church, you know, is, is what's next? You know, we've been through all of these wonderful renovations with the, the youth department and with um, the nursery and the basement and, and everything, but, but what's next? If, if we have all these beautiful facilities but we don't have any people in them, what good has all this work been? So my, my challenge to our church is, hey, we have got to do everything we can to go out into our community that, we, that God has placed us in. God divinely put us here to go out in our community and reach people who need Jesus and we have the facilities for them to come and learn and, and be discipled and, and receive salvation. So, you know, that is my challenge to the church is, is what's next? Where are we going in the future? We can't stop here. We have to, to, to just bust this debt up and get it paid and, and keep moving forward for the gospel. Because that's what this is about. If it, if it becomes about anything else, um, then then we are 
just waving our arms and flailing around. We're not doing what God called us to do in the first place. So I just want to say thank you to, to those that came before me, Randall and Scott and Jeff. You guys did so many amazing things with the youth, and, and I'm honored to continue on that legacy and um, grow, that, the, grow the ministry as well. So thank you, church, and thank you for, for everything that you've allowed us to do as the youth ministry. Thank you, sir. Jonathan, come up, sir. I asked Jonathan to come up. He's our office manager, and I asked him to come up and share some uh, financial numbers with us just a little bit. It won't get boring. It won't be, it'll be quick. Won't it, Jonathan? Try to be, maybe, sort of. Well, yeah, I was just thinking before I came up here to keep the excitement and momentum going this morning, here are some statistics. <laughs> To date, we have, well, to date, but we have borrowed from our renovation line of credit, 228839 So far, we have paid 78941 on the principal and 5121 interest for a total payment of $84,062.91. Currently, the outstanding balance on the line of credit is $149,898.66. We received the first gift to our renovation before we ever began the pledge drive in September of 2016. Since that time, a total of 84 contributors, and what we call a contributor is either an individual or a family or in some cases, an organization or business that have, has given. But 84 of these contributors have given, given to the REACH program at an average of just under $1,000 per contributor, with most contributors giving between $100 and $500. Some contributors have given less than $50, while others have generously given thousands of dollars. But this is what we mean by not equal giving, but equal sacrifice. Beginning in September of 2016 through this past Sunday, April 22nd, giving to our REACH program has been on an upward trend. In addition to the line of credit expenditures, 5,471.84 has been received to purchase new toys and furnishings for the nursery and preschool department. And the student department uh, renovations came just completely out of their budget. It was not included in any of this. But God is blessing our church to lead us to minister to our community in many ways, including the use of our facilities and ministry. As I was putting this together, I was reminded of Acts 4, 32 through 35 that says, Now the company of believers was of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was exclusively his own, but everything was common property and for the use of all. And with great ability and power, the apostles were continuously testifying to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace, that is God's remarkable loving kindness and favor and goodwill rested richly upon them all. There was not a needy person among them because those who were owners of land or houses were selling them and bringing the proceeds of the sales and placing the money down at the apostles' feet. Then it was distributed to each as anyone had need. We can do so much more together when we're unified and when we are pooling our resources. The whole of the church body is much, much greater than the sum of its parts. I commend you for your faithful, generous giving thus far, and I encourage you to continue until our, our debt is paid and we can begin planning our next phase for the glory of God and God alone.
That was uh, statistical, and I know you didn't get all those numbers, but he'll give them to you if you if you need those. Um, I just want to share a word of just complete thanksgiving and gratitude to all of these men and women who have stood up here today. Uh, this renovation would never have occurred without the joint, unified work of all of these men and women, and without you, each one of you that are sitting here that is listening, thank you. I want to say a special, special thank you to, again, he does not want any accolades, but I want to publicly say thank you to uh, Mr. Richard Harrell. This would not have occurred had it not been for the, um, and I don't mean to do this on him, but at the same time, I see and I have seen the sacrifice that that gentleman gave to us. And um, I appreciate his Christian walk, his Christian character, and I publicly stand up here and say, I applaud you, Richard. I appreciate that man very much. And you should appreciate all that he has done. I saw him, Chris got to see, James got to see, James Anderson, our maintenance custodian, our head custodian. Uh, we got to see firsthand uh, some of the sacrifices that were made and given to us. These numbers that Jonathan gave us would have been much more uh, had it not been for a Christian contractor. And we are indebted to what he has done for us. But more so, again, I want to steer us back, more so than any man or any woman. Today we are indebted to God Almighty. Today we have come to this place to dedicate this renovation. To walk you through, we have this uh, nursery preschool area. If you walk in this area down here, you will, see, you will see how welcoming and inviting it is. Off to your right, you'll see the new library, media resource area. There's computers, there's televisions hooked up to DVRs. There's a kid's area, one end. There's a restroom in there. There's storage closet. Uh, just a, a, a modern area that has been transformed, and we're so thankful. Then you go on down the hall, and as it was talked about, that, that hallway was a, uh, a hallway that connected other parts of the building, but now it, is, it has been transitioned to be much more secure. To get your children in, you have to go through a locked door. Uh, you, have to go, you have to be signed in. And if you go down there, I'm praying you'll go down there and see how bright and, and clean and lit up it is. And the mural down the hallway that tells the, the God of creation, that tells the story of all that he's done. There is a washer and dryer down there now to, to help uh, facilitate cleaning things. Now you, you say, what, what's that for? Well... There's other things that have been done on this other end, underneath our fellowship hall, where our mature adults, people laugh at us, and uh, we put some signage up that says the mature adults are down there. Well, uh, that means that you've just got more wisdom than some of the rest of us, okay? Uh, some of you mature people are down there. And that's really the library, I mean, the uh, elevator accesses that area. It makes it a little bit easier to get into, but that whole area was renovated. And also their restrooms down there are renovated where they can, uh, they're bright and open and, and handy. Well, no, they're not handy. They're handicapped, but we're not calling them handicap accessible, okay? Uh, but uh, they, they are accessible to people with some needs of any sort. Uh, also, you will find that there are showers there. Why did we do that? Well, if there's ever a disaster, ever something that hits our area, we have an available, small, but we've got an, an area where we can let people come in and get cleaned up. And uh, maybe uh, if there might be somebody during this hot heat of summer, they come in and they're needing a place to stay. Well, maybe we can just say, come in here during the day, shower yourself, calm, cool off, and let us minister to you in that way. Now, it wouldn't be an overnight, but it would be an opportunity to minister. So we got another area to minister there. And then we got this washer and dryer. We can wash clothes if we had to. It's just the church is here about ministry, serving and reaching out. And that's what God has blessed us with. If you've not been able to see it, I hope before you leave that you will go see what God 
has done. He has been awesome and worked with us and given us so much, blessed us beyond anything we deserve here at this church. We are thankful to what he has done for us. And we're going we're gonna to work to pay that debt quickly. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want us to have a time, a responsive reading. Jason, would you come up here? Jason is going to uh, read with you when it comes to the point where the church will respond. You're going to be responding whatever the slide says, but it's going to say we dedicate this church. And I want you, if you would, to prayerfully uh, say these words with, with us as we all say together. I'm going to read a little bit, and then I'm going to ask you to respond. But we gather here today with joy and gratitude and wonder. And the Holy Spirit has been our guide for all these years. We've been here over 100 years, and the Holy Spirit and God has guided us. Today we celebrate the faithfulness of all the people that have gone on before us, but we celebrate the faithfulness of you as well. Most importantly, today we celebrate the faithfulness of God. Today we are dedicating this renovation that God has blessed us with. We dedicate it to the body of Christ. We dedicate ourselves, that, the ones that worship here. And then I'm going to this. For the ministry of the word, for the beauty of the ordinance of baptism and the Lord's Supper, for the prayers of confession and forgiveness offered here, for proclaiming the whole counsel of the grace of God, we, we dedicate, dedicate this, this church. church. For comfort to those who mourn, for strength to those who struggle. For celebration with those who are joyful. For giving and receiving counsel. We dedicate this church. For studying scripture and discerning the will of God. For forming faith in community. For passing on the faith to those who do not yet have a relationship with God. We dedicate this church for encouraging one another to compassion, for good works and good food, for joy and laughter, for fellowship and hospitality. We dedicate this church for speaking dissent when wrong is done, for speaking peace when violence threatens, for giving voice and action to God's justice and mercy. We dedicate this church. Wood and steel, brick and drywall, windows and doors, bodies and brains, wise stewardship and generous givers. We dedicate this church. God, you chose to dwell in us and to make us your holy temple. God, I'm praying you'll cleanse us and you'll forgive us, live in us, and empower us. Guide us and let us serve you as the Christ-centered community that we long to be. Give us your peace, God, your beauty, and your hospitality. And now, church, if you will look up and you will look to the screen. Let's say together, we, we dedicate, dedicate ourselves, this church, your church, thanks be only to God. Friends, it is only about God, Christ above all. I want to say a prayer as you join with me, a prayer of dedication. I want us just to open our hearts as we pray together. I've got some scripture that I have typed out for myself. I'm going to read that and then I am going to pray that scripture. In Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, it says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And now I pray, Father God, I thank you for your great faithfulness. 
So God, that you, your love never ceases. Your mercies never come to an end. You forgive us so readily. Your great faithfulness is new and your mercies are new every morning. And God, we claim that scripture. Thank you. Isaiah 45, 18 says, For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, He is God who formed the earth and made it. He established it. He did not create it empty. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no other. And I pray, God, I know and I acknowledge Isaiah as he wrote and as you were in, in, inspiring him to write, God. I know that you are the creator as this uh, uh, preschool and nursery area is exhibiting your glory through creation. God, we acknowledge that today. And we know that you created the heavens and you are in charge. We know you formed it and made it. And God, we know that you are the Lord and there is no other. We proclaim you as above all, God. In Zechariah 2.5, God says, and I will be to her a wall of fire all around, declares the Lord, and I will be in the glory of her midst. And I'm praying, God, we pray that you would continue to be that wall of fire around us, that wall of protection around your people. Lord, we want you to be in our center, bringing the glory only to you. We declare you as the only glory that we need. And we, we claim that verse where you say you will be our glory. Thank you, God, for all you do. Matthew 6, verse 10 says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And God... We pray that you, your kingdom would come and, God, that you would find us faithful. Lord, that, that your will be done, your will be accomplished, and you would be exalted above all, God. We want your will and not our own. It's not about me, my mind. It's all about you, God. Proverbs 16 and verse 3, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Habakkuk 2.2, And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, and so he may run who reads it. And Lord, I come to you, and I'm praying now, Lord, that we will commit all of our ways to you as we have proclaimed and we say it's written everywhere, Christ above all. God, let me live it, let us live it, let us exhibit it out in our community wherever we go that Jesus Christ would be exalted. Let that be our rally cry, Christ above all, Christ above anything, and we give you the praise, God, for it. God, I thank you. Philippians 1 and verse 6 says, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion the day of Christ Jesus. And God, we claim that together as we're all praying. We claim that your word says that you began that good work and you did. Oh, how thankful we are for salvation. You began it with me when I was just seven years old in 1977. Thank you, God, for starting that work with me. But God, you started that work here at this church over 100 years ago. Thank you for starting that work. And God, we know when you start something, you will bring it to completion. And we trust you for that. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. 2 Chronicles Five and verse 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Matthew 6 and verse 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, let us be a people of prayer. Praying to you without ceasing. Lord, let us walk by faith and not by our own sight. Let us look to you to know that you've got it under control instead of fretting over what control we might be losing or don't have or whatever. Lord, let it be about you. God, 
Thanks for reminding us. Don't lead us into the temptation of, well, all that temptation. Each one of us is different. Keep us from it, God. For your word says in 1 Chronicles 29, verse 11, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours O Lord yours is the kingdom O Lord and you are exalted as the head above all God as we enter into a time of response yes it's a different time but Lord, I know that your word does not return to you void as we've just prayed it, as many of our people have quoted it. And Lord, I pray during this time of response, if there's one here that does not have a relationship with you, if they do not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, and right now they're thinking, what in the world is that preacher talking about? God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would convict their soul that they would know and realize their need of a Savior, that they have got to respond to the Holy Spirit's call in their life to become a Christian, to admit their sin and know that they don't have a relationship, admitting they are, are, are lost without you, and believing that God, your Son, Jesus Christ, died on a cross, was placed in a borrowed tomb, rose again three days later. He's in heaven preparing a place for us right now. Believing that and then confessing you as Lord and turning away from that way they're going and going toward you now, God. I pray for that person. Let them come. Let me explain it a little bit better. If they'll come down, let me talk to them. Let them go to somebody that they want to talk with. Maybe there's somebody that just needs to come pray right now, God. Let's let them come to this altar and rededicate themselves or just come to pray or whatever because this is your place, your building. We dedicate it to you, God. We dedicate these new areas to your glory. We dedicate, God, the church to you. And what we mean by that, we dedicate ourselves. We are the church. We dedicate ourselves to you. Maybe there's people that need to come and dedicate themselves more fully to you. Whatever the need is, God, I pray in this next moment, as we sing in just a moment, that people would come and do the whatever you're calling them to do. We're going to give you praise for it. You alone are worthy of our worship and our praise, and we thank you in advance for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.